So here's the big question. You're interested in value investing and valuing and evaluating businesses on a deep level, but you don't know how even after researching for hours, probably dozens of hours, hundreds of hours on the internet and because nobody else shows you how to do it. This podcast has all those answers and much more about value investing and finance. My name is Jason Rivera. Welcome to Value Investing in Your Car. Hey everybody, Jason Rivera here, episode number two in this vlog or podcast, as of now titled, um, Car Line, Value Investing in the Car, Value Investing in the Car Line. We're still working on the name. Again, if you want to help us name it, let me know in the comments. Um, but I'm in the car line waiting to pick up my oldest daughter from her charter school right now. And I wanted to answer the, in video number two, or in video number one, I talked about um, how I answered the question, how that, or why does value investing work in anywhere in the world? And yes, I, in general, if you don't watch that video in general, yes, it should work everywhere. Um, there's a huge caveat where it doesn't. Um, but in general, yes, it works everywhere in the world. And, but I didn't answer the question when it works best, um, which is what we're finding out now actually probably for the better part of the last five, six years, um, value investing has underperformed growth investing because value investing works best in either a flat or declining market or recession or depression, that kind of thing. Um, it doesn't work best when the market is going up and it's been going straight up for Again, six, seven, eight years now. I don't even know where we're at now, um, how many years we're at now. Um, but value investing works best when the stock market, there's some kind of recession, there's some kind of major uncertainty. Um, and in long-term uncertainty is best. There, a couple years ago, there people were freaking out about Brexit and the stock market dropped a lot and then it went back up years before that it was Greece leaving the European Union um, which caused a lot of issues short-term issues in the stock market um, so I think sometime in between if I remember correctly Brazil was having some major issues with their economy corruption stuff like that that caused short-term issues but again the stock market just kept on going straight up and it has been going straight up for seven eight years or whatever it's been now um, and value investing in general has underperformed, at least in terms when you're comparing it to growth investing. It still is possible to outperform when value investing in a growing stock market, but it's infinitely harder to do. Um, for example, I haven't bought a stock in or a business on the public stock market in, let's see, April... I believe April 2015 so coming up on two and a half years now almost exactly two and a half years is the last time I bought a stock for the, myself in the portfolio as I manage why because I can't find anything worldwide that is undervalued and fits my my specific criteria of what I require from an investment um, everything I find is either massively overvalued 
fairly valued or it's crap and I wouldn't invest in it no matter what. Even if it was an end cap situation, the companies at that level are just so bad and they're burning so much cash, I wouldn't even invest in them if they were a Benjamin Graham type end cap stock. So what is a value investor to do in this kind of situation? I've been taking a lot of time off investing or researching companies to grow my other businesses, uh, build better foundations of my businesses, learning a lot, consulting, teaching, uh, pretty much anything other than actually indiv or uh, evaluating individual businesses other than when I'm teaching and going through case studies, which we're doing on the blog right now and I'm doing with uh, one of my $10,000 coaching clients I'm doing anything other than evaluating businesses. Again, why? Because I got to the point, um, I'm a very concentrated investor. I would be perfectly happy owning fewer than eight companies in my entire portfolio. Um, so, and I have very strict criteria of what I require from an investment because, and it's been working, my process has been working Obviously, if I've been beaten Buffett over the first five years of my career, now coming up in six years, compared to the first five and six years of his career, um, it's working. So I don't want to go against the process. And my watch list, I think right now, if I remember correctly, I own in the portfolios I manage 12, 12 companies, which is a little bit high for me, but I was at the time I was finding good companies to invest in. So why did I stop looking at companies pretty much all together for the last, not two and a half years, probably year and a half. Uh, because my watch list where I keep companies that I'm interested in purchasing at some point, whether it's due to valuation or management or whatever the issue is with the company at that time, most of the time it's valuation. Um, which I think 90, pretty much 99% of the time it's valuation. But my watch list, if I remember correctly, and I looked at it the other day with my coaching client, is now, or it was when I stopped looking at people between 50 and 80 companies. Again, I would be perfectly happy owning fewer than eight companies total in the portfolios I manage, and I never sell unless the economics of the company change. Uh, management starts doing terrible stuff after I buy them, um, another op greater opportunity comes up or what's I think there's another one um, another situation where I sell but the main one is the economics of the cha company change or I make a mistake that's the other one or I make a mistake in my analysis and I realize it afterwards due to some new information that came out those are the only times I sell so I haven't been selling anything in my portfolios or the portfolios I manage because they keep going higher and I'm only in great companies at this point. There are a couple NCAF companies I'm considering selling, um, but they are still what, to what I consider undervalued compared to what they should be worth. So I'm considering selling those, but the other companies I own, I they are great companies I could potentially own forever. Again, as long as one of those other things don't happen, my management starts doing stupid stuff. Um, they start burning a ton of cash, stuff like that. So I'm not going to sell anything right now. And I haven't, I don't think I've sold anything in about that same time period too, a year and a half, two years, something like that along those lines. So 
again, that value investing, to get back to my original point, value investing works best in a down market. So why, what I've been spending my time elsewhere other than evaluating companies, so why have I been doing that? Because A, I wanna keep myself out of looking at companies every single day like I used to because I will just get frustrated and I might get emotional at some point and get, I want, might wanna purchase something just to purchase something because I, I haven't bought anything in a while. So I'm purposely keeping myself out of that mindset, emotional mindset, and focusing my attention and energy elsewhere. Number Reason number two that I'm doing that and getting away from looking at companies pretty much all together for the last two years, year and a half, two years, is I'm building my other businesses and working to build my other businesses better, more efficient, uh, bring in more clients, more cash flow, more revenue. Um, building my team is what I'm doing. I now have four part-time um, employees or virtual assistants that I'm training and getting integrated in all my businesses, delegating tasks, um, all that kind of stuff. Why, again, why? The question goes back to why. I'm doing all of this so that when the market does crash and it's going to crash at some point, I don't know when, I've stopped predicting that. I said five years ago the market was overvalued and it's gonna crash sometime soon and it's gone straight up since then. So I don't know when it's going to crash but it's going to be sooner rather than later because I believe we're at eight or nine years now in the bull market and bull markets typically there's a crash every, I believe, five to seven years. So we're more than due. Uh, valuations are sky high worldwide on pretty much every asset, um, stocks worldwide, real estate worldwide is going higher and higher. Valuations, bonds, uh, bond prices are high. I read the other day, um, I think it was a week, week or two ago, I read something that valuations are high across the board, across the entire world. The highest they've been since 1900, um, which obviously scares someone like me who is a value investor who hates high valuations, wants to buy undervalued assets. So what I'm doing, I'm preparing not only myself uh, by learning and growing as an individual, I'm building my team, building my businesses, um, doing anything other than evaluating individual stocks and individual companies so that when the crash happens, me and my team and my companies are ready to buy assets on the cheap. Um, that's what I'm doing, that's what I've been working towards on top of teaching and building courses and all the other stuff I've been doing. That is the main focus. Everything is focused on being prepared and being ready for when the market crashes to buy assets, whether it be apartment buildings, um, down the line, uh, stocks and public companies, eventually entire smaller public companies, other businesses, um, whatever it may be, I'm looking to be ready and have enough capital on hand so that I'm ready, my team's ready, um, all my processes are ready, all my businesses are producing enough cash flow so we can buy other assets on the cheap when the market crashes. Again, I don't know when that's going to happen, but it's going most likely going to happen sooner rather than later. Um, so that's what when uh, value investing works best is in a recession or uh, long-term recession, long-term economic pain 
um, because you're able, value investing, again, it's all about finding value, finding margin of safety, finding undervalued assets, purchasing them, hopefully if they're either massively undervalued at a massive discount, or finding reasonable to great discounts at great operating businesses and then holding them for the cash flow over the long term. Again, so that's what I'm doing. Um, that's when value investing works best and that's why I haven't been recommending anything almost at least once a week I get an email from either a past press on research subscriber or somebody just uh, somebody else in the value investing community. I noticed you haven't recommended a stock or bought a stock in a while and you're right because I can't find anything of value. So I've been doing other stuff, um, building other businesses and like I said, like I talked about it earlier, but uh, I've got to go for now. I'm getting ready to pick up my daughter. She's getting ready to come out of school. So I will talk to you soon. I hope this helped and again, if you want to help name this. Uh, what we will become an ongoing series. Let me know in the comments below or subscribe. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts about this because I know I'm in the minority when it comes to this kind of stuff. I still know value investors who are not necessarily, this was a couple years ago, is they were, they were still buying stuff on a monthly basis. I don't know if they are still buying stuff on a monthly basis, but I still see value investors who are finding value out there or what they perceive as value at least, and I just can't find any worldwide again uh, i think i said this in the last video i've got 23 countries represented on my watch list and i think that covers 50 to 80 companies and i will invest anywhere in the world and i can't find value anywhere in the entire world right now so um again if you are let me know i'd love to <laughs> i'd love to learn where you're finding value and i'd love to take a look i'm sure you won't share that because i know i probably wouldn't unless it's just a general country type things so I would share I would have no problem sharing that because that's general knowledge but um, as always subscribe like share if you found any of this value and again if you want to help name this uh, let me know the name in the comments below I'll talk to you soon thanks bye